You are listening to episode 111 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Visit the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24 hour a day schedule. The pools, the casino, big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Barrage, Riviera, the Mirage, Flamingo, Sahara, the MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesar's Palace, is it? I want to gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Apple wins, Brian. I'm going to call it right now, Apple wins. i got to tell you a little bit of a story here that um, I, I, my heart is, is 100% behind this brand. You help to convert me to make the full the full conversion now, obviously like most people i had an ipod and then i graduated onto the iphone and you helped to encourage me to get on to imac so we did that did that for the show ended up getting their time capsule which to those who don't know time capsule is basically an external hard drive which automatically backs up your system as well as a, a wireless router and yeah. it's, it's, it's got several functions, but the concept is you don't think about it. It, it takes care of your computer, backs everything up. So just does it. Right. So the system was running kind of shitty, and I really wanted to figure out what the fuck was going on with it. And one of the great things about Apple is you go there, they plug in, they figure out, you know, why is your shit running it shittily? <laughs> <laughs> so the worst thing that possibly could have happened happened, which is my hard drive crapped, completely crapped out. Now, just to be safe, because I had brought it in, I've had a couple touchpads that have broken before. So, you know, I, I backed it up like they always tell you to do. I made sure, although mine backs up every day, but I just, I made sure that it backed up. And brought it in, they found out that it was the hard drive, swapped it out, I, I picked it up next morning, mm-hmm. plugged in to restore. And first of all, the, the restoration was literally, I plugged in a USB port to my time capsule, to my computer, and it immediately knew that I was trying to restore, that this is brand new, and it's like, my mother-in-law, my parents could have done this restoration. It was ridiculously easy. Nine hours later, Brian, I have the exact same computer I had. It was That's remarkable, fantastic. worth every dime I invested in this. I'm I'm a Mac guy for life unless they continue to do this horrible artistic thing that they're doing with the with the iOS on, on the iPhone. <laughs> but oh, you're talking about the uh, the user interface. It looks terrible, Brian. Doesn't it look like something that, that you saw in the 1990s? I wouldn't know because I refused to upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> well, I Brian, just won't do it. in the, in the, in the uh, mid-90s, I was in college. And this is exactly what computers look like <laughs> as far as in, their graphics in, go. In, in the mid-90s, oh, God, what was I doing in the mid-90s? Being born? Oh, I know. I was in grammar school. <laughs> That's well, there you yes. go, Brian. Those uh, we, we both have different perspectives on this information. Yes. And we've also dated ourselves. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, this guy's way too young. He doesn't know a damn thing about anything. <laughs> he only knows quality. That's all he couldn't knows. Be, couldn't be more wrong. But I am thrilled. People bitch about all the time about how much Apple costs. It is worth every fucking dime. I mean, anybody could have done this. And the fact... I mean, think about all the shit that I do on this show with with videos and audio. I mean, I usually at, at any time have multiple audio projects in the works and this thing literally restored them exactly where I was at that time editing them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of, of Apple products as well. I have an iPhone 5, uh, I have an iPad Retina. I've got uh, two MacBook Pros in the house, one of which I use. And I mean, it's really the only way to go for web development as, I, as I've learned over the past couple of years and have an Apple TV, um, yeah, I'm very, uh, big very happy fans with of Apple TV too. Oh. Yeah, it's great. I love their products, you know, and their service is really good too. And, and you know, Angela has an iPhone 5 as well, and she was having a lot of issues with hers. And the the, uh, the screen was not responsive when she would touch some of the icons and things like that. It was just, it was a horrible experience. She hated it. She's like, this is the worst phone I've ever had. Mm-hmm. 
and obviously it's it's not really it's not really a good a good trial because you know it's just simply not operating right. I mean they're not all going to be perfect, right? So we went into the Apple store and she you know she showed them what was happening and they're like, oh. All right, well, no problem. We'll just get you a brand new one. No questions asked. It's the same thing with me. Like with this whole thing, the guy plugged it in. He goes, okay, this looks good. This looks good. Oh, well, here you go. Your hard drive's destroyed. What great thing mm-hmm. is, is uh, you know, we'll get that taken care of for you. I, I think I was under warranty or whatever, but it was just uh, the conversation with the guy was, was amusing. Just uh, the entire experience was fantastic. I'm just I'm a giant, giant fan of theirs prior to this. Now I'm even more. There you go. That's awesome. I'm glad you uh, glad you got what you needed from them. Perfect. Thank you. All right. Well, how about we move into some Vegas shit? Um, I know, right? Why don't we do what we've advertised to do? <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with the random Vegas. The wine wall inside Jean Georges Steakhouse at Aria contains approximately one million dollars in fine wines. Is that it? It seems like fuck you money. Have you seen the picture of this? It's remarkable. We're gonna have a link, of course, on the blog. It's ridiculous. This, this, I don't, I don't know if it's the entire dining area or if it's just this one dining area. It's a really long table, and you know what? That mirror in the middle of the room there—it makes it look like the table goes on forever. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, look at all that wine around it. It's absurd. It's ridiculous. Yeah, but well, nobody's no. gonna drink all that wine. Who's going to sit in there and drink all that wine? I'd, they love would die. The, I'd love the guy from Man vs. Food to come in and be like, I will drink all of it. <laughs> it's like, you're going to die, <laughs> sir, is what's going to happen. It's me versus alcohol. <laughs> Man versus wine. <laughs> Got news for you. Alcohol wins every, every time. Brian, undefeated. Undisputed yes. and undefeated. <laughs> yeah. No. Sometimes leaving irrevocable damage to its to its competitor. And that's what you get for daring to challenge it. <laughs> <laughs> long-term effects to your body some in some cases all right and then uh, moving on to the Vegas mate review of the week this week's review is Nicole's November 4th review of New York New York actually I guess it's just New York pizzeria at New York New York she gave it five out of five chips yes and Nicole wrote smell of the place as soon as we walk through the doors you can apply that's pretty much anything had to try it, got a pepperoni with a side salad and split it with my sister. The salad had fresh Parmesan, nice touch. Uh, the meal totally hit the spot for a pizza craving. Well, there you go, I guess. Delicious. Yeah, it's so, good. You, know, uh, you, you selected it, so. Yeah, I'm a, I, Brian, I'm, I'm, I'm going to throw this <laughs> this uh, information out at you. And if I like it, I can hang on to it. If not, I can well, yeah, it right back. <laughs> you uh, digest it however, however you choose. That was mm-hmm. the only review of the week <laughs> so <laughs> oh you're right yeah because the last one before that was the 31st that huh. is right i i did not have a choice so do you realize how <laughs> shame on me for not being more observant sir. i do have to say well done vegas mate in the two years and change this show has been uh available this is this is the worst showing of the week and and i you know i mean you can't blame them i would say it's no. the lazy sons of bitches that listen to this show that uh that, that have caused such a that's Relax. a poor showing for a whole week. You have one person use it. Yeah. Suck. Either that or Hunter's. At least, doing at least it. for posting anyway. Yeah, I know, I know. Either that or Hunter's doing an awful, awful job of posting. <laughs> <laughs> we don't, we don't know the facts, Brian. We don't know no. them. We just speculate in a humorous way, ish, in, a, in an attempted humorous way. <laughs> That's all you can do. That's right. <laughs> all you can do. That is all you can do, Brian. That's a fact. The words you're saying are factual. <laughs> They're not always satisfactory. They can't can't be disputed, right? People have tried and they have failed. Yes, miserably. (laughs) Kind of like people who challenge alcohol. All right. How about your topic of the week this week, sir? (laughs) This week's winner comes to us via at Heidi Hayes LV for a picture of something that is unfortunately more common in Vegas than it should be. Kids standing on the sidelines while adults are having fun. The photo is a picture of two kids off to the left in the shadows looking outside of Stratosphere's observation tower, watching someone jump off. The view of the strip in the background is awesome. The photo of the kids in it is sad. (laughs) Simply tragic. Yeah. In the past, I've defended families bringing their kids to Vegas, but let me be clear. Only if it is truly a family vacation in which the family is enjoying the various offerings available at the resorts 
that specifically cater to families. Ideally, the only place adults should run into kids in Vegas would be in restaurants, certain shows, the pool, the arcade, and on the street at a reasonable hour on their way to the next family-oriented attraction. Now, while I'm sure the photo wasn't intended to showcase this or even showcase that this is happening, this is what the photo reminded me of. That's where that's where that's where things cross the line from, in my in my opinion. Uh, and I'm not, you know, I'm, yeah, fuck it. I am judging you if you're doing that. You're a piece of shit. Totally agree with you. Yeah. I don't think anybody uh, listening to this is gonna disagree. It's actually really funny. I was thinking the same thing that you were when I saw the photo. <laughs> like I was, you know, in my head, whenever I see stuff like this, I always try to like put my own little caption on it. Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was like, you guys should try this. Oh wait, you can't. Right. <laughs> I'll do it for you. It'll be awesome. Right. Watch. And then I'll tell you about it. After. It'll be almost as fun. Watch. <laughs> you guys just sit there and wait. I'll be back sometime. Sometime <laughs> later. Mommy and Daddy uh, are talking a little weird because we're having fun. It's how you're fun. <laughs> all right. When you guys wouldn't. You guys wouldn't get it. When you're adults, you'll get it. You, you guys suck now. <laughs> you guys are boring and stupid. <laughs> you don't even know how to read. Why, why are you even here? <laughs> <laughs> Who invited you anyway? All right. As always, we will link to the photo on our blog. We'll put it up on our Flickr page, feature it on our Facebook page, Twitter header, as well as the enhanced version of the show. All right. Let's move on to the news. Our first bit of news for this week is information regarding Tropicana's Mecca Walgreens clone. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mark. Is this revealed or revealed? It has been revealed. Is where I was oh, going good. with that. I don't right. know. Spell well, you check. misspelled revealed. So well, uh, spell check fucked it up for me, Brian. No, I don't think so. I'm probably <laughs> I'm probably the root of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> now we reported a month or so ago that Tropicana, oh, on that one. <laughs> similar to Treasure Island, was also inspired by Mecca Walgreens and intended to build an incarnation at their property. So stupid. <laughs> this week. RKF, the developer behind the project, released details and renderings. First off, the most appealing part of this version is that it looks as if they are trying to make it look like it is part of Tropicana using the same white and red colors the property has adopted in its refurbished incarnation. Other than that, the rest of this is gonna sound familiar with a few variations. The space will be known as the Shops of Tropicana, which Again, makes sense for a property that lacks any real significant retail space on the site. That part I agree with. Yeah, it will be 275,000 square feet in size. It's gonna feature three levels and completely take over the landscaped frontage of the property. Plans are for two strip facing restaurants, both in excess of 6,000 square feet, including dining terraces offering views of the busiest intersection in the United States, as well as the MGM, York, New York, and Excalibur properties. The host of Restaurant Impossible recently announced that he was looking to set up shop at Tropicana. Odds are he will occupy one of these two available spaces. A 600 square foot, five restaurant food court is planned as well as a retail anchor a la Walgreens CBS, although they have not committed to saying that it will be a pharmacy. Probably gonna be a Rite Aid. <laughs> you know, and then you've got like the, um, you know, triple threat. You know, Walgreens, then you'll have eventually, you'll have CVS down at whatever fuck Treasure Island's going to do. Mm-hmm. And then Rite Aid. I like it. It's brilliant, Ryan. See, why this, not? That's why we're a team. <laughs> <laughs> they also... Pure, pl- purely speculative. Right. <laughs> they also plan space for more than two dozen other retail stores. The two bridges that connect Tropicana to MGM and Excalibur will remain and will funnel foot traffic directly into the mezzanine level of the retail space. Something else the rendering showed, which wasn't commented on in the article, was what looks like a replacement of the vertical Tropicana lettering signage with the strip's current IT signage, which is a giant LED sign. However, it really could have just been a giant wrap. It looks kind of cool. I mean, I think it looks better than what it looks now anyway. No, if I agree. For, if for nothing else, you know what I mean? I, I agree with you, but I still have one thing that I'm concerned about, and we'll get to that in a second. Now, the next phase of this project is to be presented to the Paradise Town Board at the end of the month. 
Those of you who are currently screaming double standard can form an orderly queue to eat my ass because... <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, I did question, is this just a giant double standard? Am I just looking at Tropicana and saying, wow, well, they're doing this thing and I think they're doing it very well, but Tropic uh, you know, Treasure Island, fuck them, they're doing a terrible job at it. And the more I thought about it, the more I think at its core, the thing that bothers me is that Tropicana is making the concerted effort to make this look like it's part of Tropicana. Like, I mean, you see right there in the renderings, you if in five, ten years, there's no way you would ever know that this wasn't originally part of it. You wouldn't know. And while we haven't seen renderings of what TI is doing, when you look at Senior Frogs and fucking... Every- it stands to reason that it's going to be shit. Exactly, exactly. And that's primarily the issue because I also kind of looked at the concept of, let's say that Mecha Walgreens, this concept is a is a huge, huge success. So why wouldn't other people do it? And who would be better positioned to do it than someone like Tropicana and Far someone South End. like Treasure Island? Yeah. But it, I think it ultimately boils down to the concept of saying we have to marry this to our property as Treasure Island has completely abandoned that entire concept for shitty whatever. I, I Go fuck yourself for a Yeah, you don't like him either. That's part of it, too. Yeah. What, and the worst part is, is I did back this guy. If you recall, from the beginning, I'm like, hey, he had a shitty old property. What are you going to do? This is one of the original three properties that were opened in Vegas. Of course, he did whatever he could. And then he gets a property like Treasure Island and does this to him like, oh, so you actually just suck. Phil Ruffin. Oh, okay. <laughs> my bad. That was my bad. You're I, the problem, not yeah, the property. Did, did not realize this, but the one thing that does concern me is the crystals effect, because you now have to walk through a big shopping mall to get to the casino, because this is going to be, it's gonna completely remove the pork ashore. This is going to become basically the main entrance. And that is my biggest concern is, will that deter people from actually going into the casino? And on the flip side, what if it isn't a successful retail space? And now you've got places that are closed I can't imagine that they wouldn't have thought about that being a, a potential issue. I understand what you're saying, though. It, you know, it, it's certainly a reasonable thought, but I, I can't imagine that they wouldn't have thought about that, at least to some extent. You know, not having people greeted by abandoned uh, shopping space uh, instead I, of. I do think the space looks fantastic. Of of the clones of Mecha Walgreens, this is infinitely better, if not better than than Mecha Walgreens in and of itself. All right, well, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, Moving on to our next item, MGM and AEG Arena renderings have been released. When MGM announced their plans for the park, the anchor to the entire project was a 20,000-seat stadium located at the end of said park behind New York, New York, and Monte Carlo off of Tropicana Boulevard. This week, MGM and their partner in the stadium, AEG, shared the first renderings of their planned arena. Anyone who's been to downtown Chicago will immediately make the connection that this looks very similar to the Millennium Park stage as well as the bridge. The arena will cover 12 acres and cost about $350 million to build. Groundbreaking is expected to begin in April or May of next year and open in the spring of 2016. Plans are to have at least 100 concerts, sporting events, and awards shows each year. MGM admitted that the arena is designed to accommodate an NBA and NHL team, neither of which the city has at this time, both of which have been courted by Vegas and in turn flirted with by the retrospective leagues. Innuendo. Yeah. Once complete, with or without a professional team, AEG will run the place for MGM. What's the name of this place going to be? The name of the stadium? Yeah, do we know yet? I don't think they've announced it now. Okay. But, I don't know if I just was ignoring and missed it. No, I, I get how this works for MGM in the Strip. I don't see how this doesn't cannibalize and fuck over the Thomas and Mack Center at UNLV. Um, well, they probably don't give a shit, do they? <laughs> I mean, and the Thomas and Mack Center is going to be there regardless, right? It is. It is. It's currently undergoing a renovation, but yeah. No, oh, so they can't accommodate anybody right now, anyway. Right. <laughs> but they failing were, to see the issue here. <laughs> Why, why comment any further on my part, Brian? <laughs> I was going to ask you the same thing if you were going to start talking again about it. <laughs> I keep that joke. All right, and moving on. Another Cirque performer has been injured at a performance. Yeah, this time it was during the performance of Aria Zarkana. 
The specific stunt in which the accident happened during is called the Wheel of Death, which pretty much you know puts the whole thing into perspective, doesn't it, Brian? Well, I was going to say, I'm surprised that it was just an injury. And I know, right? Actually like, die. Yeah, you should be lucky, sir. You should be lucky because that is false advertisement right there. Sounds like you've exceeded expectations. <laughs> the stunt has two performers running inside and in top of, and in top of, possibly on top of. I'm not entirely sure. I haven't seen the show. In and or around. Right. <laughs> they're, they're circles moving in a circle while people are in and or on top of them. It's confusing. Just read your line. It is. You really should. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But all of that shit's happening while it's on a huge pendulum of sorts also rotating. During the 7 p.m. show on Friday, November 1st, one of the performers slipped and fell off of one of the wheels landing on the stage. The production immediately stopped. The performer was taken to the hospital in stable condition, however, did require surgery on his leg. The Wheel of Death will return to the show once the performer is able to return. So apparently- Sounds more like the Wheel of Inconvenience. <laughs> the Wheel of... Ow! <laughs> Son of a bitch! Ow! <laughs> the Wheel of Unintended Outcomes. <laughs> <laughs> so, that part of Zarkana's show will be replaced by an aerial... An aerial goal? <laughs> it's this brand new thing Cirque's doing, Brian. Aerial goal. <laughs> Somehow aerial on the ground. You're going to love it. <laughs> Please go on. Wow, I will. I but, need more. Right? <laughs> it's not nearly as catchy of a name as Wheel of Death, but fear not. For those of you who just have this overwhelming desire to see this feature, it is also available in the touring Cirque show, Koza as well as Kai at MGM, which features the Manzi Wheel of Death, where it has four individual wheels rotating and then rotating in a pendulum kind of thing. Cut it out. Yeah. I'm going to call bullshit on this, Brian, because I am convinced that this is an elaborate play to increase ticket sales at Cirque shows because no accidents for like 20 years and all of a sudden two? Two, Brian? Horseshit. That's what I'm calling it. Kind of like NASCAR. Everybody enjoys it a little bit better when somebody crashes. <laughs> That's why people watch it, and it's so stupid. Yeah. I mean, there you go. I don't like. I I just don't like NASCAR. That's it. I'm gonna leave it there. <laughs> why not alienate people who do like NASCAR? That's fine. If you do, I just fucking hate it. <laughs> Seems like a waste of time. Okay. Going uh, we, <laughs> we do have some details regarding the link opening that we'd like to share with you. Yeah, Vegas Shatter did an article confirming and projecting some opening dates for money. Now, some places could open as early as December. However. It is being reported that some venues don't want to open until the high roller is open, drawing traffic into it, which is currently scheduled to come online in the second quarter of 2014, which I think is a big mistake. Because right now, if, if you open up in December when high roller isn't ready, you're going to have people who just want to see the area. They've, they've seen it under construction forever. They just want to see it. So there's places that you may visit that you wouldn't normally be interested in but once you've got the high roller in there, you're just you're going for the high roller. You're just going to walk right past these places. You're like, why would I look at this stupid fucking place? I have the shit that I want to actually do here. But mm-hmm. those, are, those are just my thoughts. Of the few things that could be open in December, O'Shea's Bar and Casino could finally return to Vegas. So often in Vegas, an older property catering to low rollers gets bought, it's destroyed, and then it's replaced by something expensive, a la Bill's Gambling Hall and whatever the fuck they decide to name that. Mm-hmm. Bill Gamblin's Hall. Bill Gamblin's Hall, that's right. You heard it here first. <laughs> I think it's really cool is that they're bringing I would this... seriously shit my pants if they named it Bill Gamblin's How Hall. great would that be? <laughs> oh, my I God. I promise you we would get Legal Lounge on this to sue them because there's no <laughs> way we didn't come up with that name. <laughs> yeah, no, that would be awesome, though. Actually, you know, I wouldn't even be totally offended by it. I would just be like, I can't believe... You know what? If, 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 listening. If... <laughs> If I could get a, a, a like a call out, like it's good. Bill Gamblin's Hall, a la 360 Vegas podcast. Like, boom, you can get away with it, whatever you want. Even if, even if it's just like somebody took like a, a Sharpie marker and wrote it <laughs> on the, you know, on the actual building itself behind the marquee. And and they didn't remove it. See, like it was like, oh, we can't get there to clean it off. But secretly, it's because it's there. It's there. Yep. 
Yeah. Oh, I actually built that place. Yeah, I'm down that. I'm totally down with that. I, I think there's something about O'Shea's that the concept that they're bringing it back in the incarnation that we're familiar with, even if, you know, the shittiness is manufactured <laughs> when we go to this new one, yeah, I think it's pretty cool. One of the other, what, one of the other in, insanely few things that Vegas Shatter was able to declare as, as opening in December is the hot doggery. Uh, hot, hot doggery. Hot doggery. <laughs> see, what, see what they did there, Brian? It's not spelled uh, like it should be. I totally understand. It's wrong. <laughs> Grammatically, it's incorrect. <laughs> Actually, hang on a second. I want to. I need to. I need to Google. How doggery. Right. While you do that, Brian, I'll talk about some things that are coming later. They're Please actually, do. Yeah, they're gonna be coming in early of 2014. Those are Kodo, which is a unique gift shop. So we're told. Sparkles Cupcakery, the one with a cupcake ATM. The Tilted Kilt Pub, and then the Flower and Barley Pizza Area, brought to you by the same people who did Holsteads, I think it is, or. Mm-hmm. Something good at Cosmopolitan. Okay, so apparently the spelling of that, it actually, it's not a, a replacement for hot, like H-O-T, mm-hmm. but it literally means, it's French, and it literally means high cooking or, like, high level. <laughs> so, like, luxury. So, apparently the... Luxury like hot dogs, Brian. High, that, high-end premium hot dogs. That is, that is the definition of an oxymoron, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Now, an official list of the tenants open for business when Link opens is expected. Well, good. All right. Well, we've got some progress that we'd like to share about Slotzilla as well. After missing its target opening by almost six months, Slotzilla is finally installing cables for both the zip line and the zoom line experiences. The installation started Monday and ran through last Friday and restricted pedestrian traffic from midnight until 8 a.m. They took the weekend off, but will resume this Tuesday again through Friday. And moving on to our next story, uh, how do you say this shit again? Casarina. Casarina. You have no uh, thoughts on the Slotzilla whatsoever. Uh, nope. Moving on gracefully. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have some some color you'd like to share? You know what? The entire concept, I think, is attractive enough that they've had a zipline on Fremont forever that I'm like, yeah could do it and you throw that on there and you're like oh that's exciting I, I i for some reason want to be spit out of a fucking slot machine for some reason I, I, don't, I don't know why this desire is inherent it's clearly genetically buried deep within me because i had no idea that i had this desire until i saw you build a giant fake slot machine so i would be kind of cool if you just kind of like it was like a slide and then you're, you're just kind of dropped out into this big like aluminum tray it's just a big drop off and right. you just fall and you hurt yourself <laughs> You feel like you're part of a cop performance. <laughs> that was in poor taste. And we just go, cow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. That's Sir, just bad. Kana. <laughs> All right. Well, we better move on. We should, um, <laughs> we should definitely move on. So apparently, Casarina becomes Max Casino. Yeah. The Western Casarino. Yeah. 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 <laughs> We're reporting facts. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. <laughs> the Western Casarino, located on Flamingo Boulevard, east of Bill's Gambling Hall, will be changing their name, or at least the name of their casino, to Max Casino. Now, Las Vegas advisor commented that it is more than likely a play on the property's most well-known incarnation as the Maxim. An interesting side note from Vital Vegas, those of you with Casarina Loyalty Club memberships will receive a commemorative $5 grand opening chip for converting into the new Max Rewards Players Club card. It is an actual $5 chip. You can use it to play, cash it in, or keep it as a souvenir, which, of course, they're encouraging you to do. So they, so they can get a tiny amount of profit. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> New Loyalty Club members will get $10 in free slot play. The story made a point, and I've actually always thought of this as well, that if you've never been to their casino, it's actually rather cozy. It's small, and it's kind of like a Holiday Inn, you know, or, or what it would look like if a Holiday Inn had just this, this giant open space. And they're like, eh, let's throw some slot machines and table games in there. It is similar to Luxor in, in the sense that if you're staying on the second floor 
you can walk out of your room and boom, the casino floor is right there. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Really what I think it boils down to, it doesn't look like they've changed anything but the name and the chips, which means dorks like me will not only be going to <laughs> downtown Grand, but they'll also be visiting the Max Casino to get new Vegas chips. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and our final news story for this week, MGM completes their marquee renovations. Yeah, Vital Vegas shared the finished project. Oh, lots of goodies from Vital Vegas this week. I right. like it. Oh, I know. Showing some restraint or fiscal responsibility, the completed sign is not just a giant LED screen as previously speculated. Half of the sign is the same static signage previously on display. The other half, closest to the strip, is a huge LCD display similar to the Aria Manzi display. <laughs> uh, it <laughs> it not only makes the signage look a little lopsided, but it looks like something they just attached onto the old sign. I think this would have looked infinitely better if they just made both sides of the signage the same and, and just put one massive LED sign. I mean, it, it would have been the largest LED sign in all of Vegas, but I, 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 don't, I don't know. And maybe that is honestly just their plan, because if you look at the signage, especially the the link that we've got on the blog or on the Enhanced Podcast, if you look at it, it just happens to be geometrically exactly the same as the other. Although, when have you ever known Vegas to practice fiscal responsibility and go, listen, listen, we can only afford <laughs> to put <laughs> this massive display on this sign now. We'll get the other one later. We should do it now. <laughs> uh, of course, it looks reasonably cool but it looks lopsided and half-assed and it's disappointing yeah i don't i don't really care uh, <laughs> one or the other. um you know it's funny we've had people say things about going brian doesn't seem to like vegas but going brian seems fucking hilarious to me is what brian saying <laughs> i love it's how it's a sign it delivers information that may or may not be valuable to me uh, you know if there's something that i need to know about you're likely going to share it with me whether I like it or not. Um, so I don't need a big overpriced sign that may or may not have been done well. But that's what I love about your contribution to the show is I'm like, oh, here's a story. Let me read this story. All right, I'm going to read this story. Okay. All right, so there's information I need to bring here. Let me bring you just the vital facts of the story. I'm going to write information, this. And information, I'm information, spend, information. Go, go, go. Spend some time here. and uh, Here it is. Now I'm going to share it with Brian. And I get to the end of it, and you're like, I don't really give a shit about that. <laughs> It is true. Uh, here's the thing. If I do like something for you, it's got to be like hitting the fucking lotto. I can only imagine what that must feel like to you. Brian, um, that is, that is you, you've literally described my Like when I start every single story, I'm like, mm, I think he's going to like it. <laughs> my gosh, is he going to like it? I don't know, but I hope he does. When it's like, it's like the more news stories I have, I'm like, he might like one of them. The it's all very interesting. As a matter of fact, I, I come off to be a wealth of knowledge to people, you know, who I discuss Vegas with. And they're like, oh, what was the last time you were there? Oh, I don't even remember. It was a while ago. <laughs> Like, how do you know so much about it? Well, Mark does all the notes, so. Right. And I've got them. I've got them all cataloged. Something I need to know. Boom, I just pull it up. It's right there in my Google Drive. There you go. Called Search, dicks. Yeah, go. <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't want to devalue the hard work you put in by offering my uneducated opinion. I'll just simply tell you if I find it interesting or not. But that's um, what I love about it so much. I love the contrast of me being a guy going, wow, this is Vegas, it's so cool. And then getting the grounding thing like, Mark, it's this fucking sign, all right? <laughs> like going, all right, well played, Brian. Yes, it is just a sign. <laughs> it's gonna share a bunch of stuff that you already know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, Stuart's getting anxious, so we better move on to prop bets. Um, it was reported this week that Absinthe has signed a multi-year extension with the Caesars Palace parking lot, uh, continuing. Oh, I'm sorry, it was the uh, sidewalk. But it is formerly the parking lot, Brian. That is accurate. <laughs> continuing their tent residency through uh, 2016. Uh, tickets are on sale now for dates through 10/5 of 2014. I love that they're like, we love you guys in the tent. Just stay out there. <laughs> Outside. What you're outside. doing out there in the tent is great. In fact, we'll pay you to just stay out there. Here's the thing. Okay, Mark, you and you and Karen, you know, you drive here. It takes eight hours to drive from where you are to where I am. I'm like, oh, my God, it's so great to see you. We got you guys set up outside in the tent. 
you know, and I just don't think about, I don't, I don't think Caesars really thinks about their feelings. Well, think about Caesars. It's fucking giant. It's the one property I've been into a dozen times, and I still get lost in the fucking place. Oh, yeah. Like, you have room. You have room, all right? David Bowie's magically popping up. It's a labyrinth in there. And uh, I, I can never get through it either. I always need help. <laughs> That's why I like to stay really close to the edge. You know, I'm like, if I get too far in, I'm not going to come out. It's, it's like brilliant. a black hole. And Brian never, ever trusts Hoggle. Never. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Save, save me for myself. Right. <laughs> Vital Vegas did a really cool piece on the ass-blasting Sirens Cove at Treasure Island <laughs> <laughs> is enduring to make room for the Mecca Walgreens clone brought to you by CVS. Uh, it's also... Officially- Actually, it's brought to you by Phil Ruffin. Well, well there you go. CVS is just... <laughs> <laughs> They're a pillar in his shenanigans. <laughs> it's also officially confirmed that the pirate ship that comes into battle and spoiler alert, sinks as a result of the battle, will have a shortened <laughs> journey uh, to make room for the Mecha clone. I Much would, shortened. Yeah, I, I would say that removing that removes the dramatic flair of a hidden ship appearing, but it's sirens. There's really nothing dramatic or, or entertaining about it. <laughs> you know what also removes the dramatic ending? Mm. Bad production. Mr. Ruffin dry docks it, is what it boils down to. <laughs> dry you think considerate is what it boils down to, Brian, and I don't appreciate it. I don't support that. Let's try to get this derailed train back on track. Let's not. Uh, <laughs> it feels so good when it rolls off track. The mob attraction at Tropicana has officially closed. No word from the exhibit regarding the promised new strip location. Liars. Uh, but... <laughs> Pods for the high roller observation wheel at Link have begun being installed. Now, while I do think the coverage over the last week of this has been a bit insane, but one thing I will say from the pictures I've seen is it really adds a lot of depth through it. Like, I don't think we realized, first of all, it's really, you know, it's kind of far set back from the strip. But once you realize the size of these pods, and then once it's attached to it and you see it, you really kind of get a better appreciation as to how huge this is. So, kind of cool, kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bartolotta's, is that right? Bartolotta's? That is correct, yeah. Bartolotta's Seafood at Wynn and Nine Steakhouse at Palms have closed for renovations. Both are expected to reopen mid-December. Vegas Eater did a story on the Nacho Daddy space this weekend. While their menu looks delicious, beware that their space looks like the cantina at Mos Eisley. While, you know... <laughs> <laughs> With a little bit better lighting, Brian. I'll give you that. <laughs> but he doesn't. He doesn't like you. No, <laughs> I don't like you either. <laughs> Just watch yourself. <laughs> the one thing I'll say about Nacho Daddy is that this theme that they've got in there, while it's, it's the way they planned it, and it will not deter me meeting there. However, it kind of recalibrates my expectations to not be alarmed should I find myself dining with a large Spanish-speaking insect with or without a martini in hand. Fake Chatter is reporting rumors that friend of the show, Lisa MP22, will not be happy to hear that is Kahunaville may be closing as competition from Gillies and more recently Senior Frogs has siphoned off its core audience. Adding to the rumor, the Kahunaville located in TI is the last Kahunaville open anywhere. In the universe. <laughs> in the galaxy. It's right there. <laughs> God damn, you beat me. <laughs> Those of you looking for jobs in the Las Vegas area, not surprising. There are loads of opportunities at, at the, the Jawa Sandwalker. <laughs> <laughs> and downtown project. <laughs> There are opportunities at both the Gold Spike and the Container Park, including the most coveted opening of all, Container Park Ninja. <laughs> I shit you not. The job title is listed as Container Park Ninja on the downtownproject.com. Unfortunately, the name is the coolest part of the job because it translates into assistant property manager. <laughs> yeah. But seriously, if you're looking for a job, we of course have a job. Vital Vegas reported that Golden Gate opened their second outdoor bar named Stage Bar this week, while their other outdoor bar, One Bar, seems to be focusing on fruity drinks. Stage Bar appears to offer liquor of all qualities. Did you see that new um, Ray Liotta commercial for the Cuervo? No, I don't think so. 
you should check it out. I actually kind of like it, although Angela thinks he's a scumbag and doesn't shouldn't be wearing a suit. But <laughs> you have to check it. I, I think it's funny. All right, I'll check it out. Except, man, his plastic surgery looks bad at this point. It's they're just some guys. It's like I don't know if like maybe there are only two or three like top notch. Like just don't go for the discount facial surgery guy. Just don't do that. If there's a coupon involved, <laughs> just steer clear. Just don't. It shouldn't uh, be done in a trailer. No. <laughs> Anything in a trailer immediately evokes the concept of the bang bus, and that is bad, all right, for anyone involved. jeez. Oh, <laughs> you took it right there, didn't you? I did, Brian. I did. It's so good right there. <laughs> Wednesday, oh, boy. a member of the Mirage. I love how we're making this joke, and I'm going right into this. <laughs> Wednesday, <laughs> a member of the Mirage Horticulture Department died when oh. he fell while trimming the trees. Uh, <laughs> I'm not laughing at the. the, the <laughs> you're laughing at the horrible, horrible way in which I wrote these notes that left us to end propens for fuck's sake. <laughs> um, the Mirage not is laughing course, at the fact someone died. Just yeah, want to be clear about that. Right. Uh, the Mirage is, of course, fully cooperating with the OSHA investigation. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That was really poorly timed. The funny thing is, is I'm playing so much, and there's so many things that, that we go into the show, and I'm like, oh, my God, how did I miss that? <laughs> <laughs> well, enjoy. Uh, what are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah, it's unfortunate. You know? <laughs> my decisions are unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes in poor taste. but uh, <laughs> Frequently. We're all, we're all guilty of that sometimes. All right, let's move on to playing Vegas. Playing Vegas is a segment of our show where we share with you upcoming performances and entertainment opportunities occurring within the next week of time. On Thursday, Filter is performing at Vinyl at Hard Rock. That show is going to start at 8 p.m. Tickets will start at $43. Friday, Bill O'Reilly and Dennis Miller are performing at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. Joe's sounds like such an odd combination. It does, really. I mean, it almost sounds like it would be more entertaining if you put them on the same stage and they just argued with each other. Or maybe like Bill O'Reilly and Ludacris are performing together. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> uh, the show starts at 7 p.m. Tickets start at $75. And Whoopi Goldberg is at Treasure Island. The show's going to start at 9 p.m. Tickets start at $79. What's funny about that is you wrote Whoopi. It looks like Whoppy. Whoppy Goldberg. <laughs> hey, Whoppy. <laughs> Whoppy. <laughs> I'm relating back to years of, of childhood abuse. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, Brian. You know. You got. You have those genetics in you. <laughs> um, no. No. Uh, and then closing out playing Vegas Friday and Saturday, Nine Inch Nails are performing at the Joint at Hard Rock. Show set to start at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $71. And Frank Caliendo is at the Orleans. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets will be starting at $40. That'll do it for playing Vegas. Let's move on to Vegas deals. Vegas Deals is our way of offering you ways to save money in planning your trip to Vegas and while you're in Vegas. And first for this week is the Vegas holiday. Once again, Vegas Chatter put in the legwork to bring you all of special dining and entertainment options during the holiday season. For those of you who will be in town for either Thanksgiving or Christmas, check out the article. Vegas Chatter is really good about updating the list if anything changes or if they discover something new. And the second deal we've got for you is a collection of Palms package deals. They shared a whole bunch of them this week, ranging in various options like best rates. They will not only match any advertised room deal, but will take an additional 10% off. Now, They're really whoring themselves out now, aren't they? <laughs> you be ashamed of yourselves. <laughs> I bet they feel real dirty. Don't you? <laughs> this deal is good now through January 1st of 2015. Resort fees do still apply. 
Yeah. And also the fall into savings deal, you get 40% off of rooms as well as a free upgrade to a premier room. It was good now through the end of the year. Now there are loads of other offers if you're interested. We've got links on the blog, and if you're enjoying the Enhanced Podcast, find all the title listed above the, actually below the picture, and it'll take you directly to the link. Yep. Don't forget, you can support the show when you shop at Amazon.com. All you have to do is go to 360VegasPodcast.com, click on the Amazon banner, and then make your purchase. It is super easy. All right, that's going to do it for deals. Let's move on to coming attractions. All right, time for coming attractions, upcoming performances, and entertainment opportunities a little bit further down the line versus playing Vegas. Imagine Dragons will be performing at the Join at Hard Rock Monday, December 30th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets will start at $75. Sorry, I've just never heard of them. Are you serious? No, yeah, I'm serious. They're fucking huge. I'll bet you, <laughs> okay. I'll bet you know a song, <laughs> you just don't realize that's the name of the band. That's probably true. More like that, yeah. Rodney Carrington is performing at the MGM Grand Thursday through Saturday, December 5th through the 14th. Show's going to start at 10 p.m. Tickets start at $77. Clay Walker is performing at the Venetian on Friday and Saturday, December 6th and 7th. Show starts at 10 p.m. Tickets will start at $52. Kathy Griffin is performing at the Mirage Saturday, March 15th and Friday, March 23rd. Show starts at 10 p.m. Tickets start at $85. Daniel Tosh is performing at the Mirage on Friday and Saturday, January 31st and February 1st, as well as March 21st and 22nd. Show starts at 10 p.m. Tickets will start at $97. Styx is performing at the Pearl of Palms Sunday, January 16th. Show is going to start at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $50. Trans-Siberian Orchestra is performing at the Orleans on Saturday, November 30th. Show starts at 3 and 8 p.m., so two shows, and tickets will start at $35. And lastly, the Frey... Gavin McGraw and Five for Fighting are performing at the Join at Hard Rock Friday, December 6th. The show's going to start at 7 p.m. Tickets start at $25. Don't forget, you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists who report on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. All right, that'll do it for coming attractions. Let's move on to the river. Welcome to the Vegas Oasis, where we talk about Las Vegas from the point of view of people who treat Sin City like their own weekend oasis. I am Chris. And I'm Tony. And this is Vegas 360 for people who visit the city for weekends at a time for many Fridays through Sundays throughout the course of the year. Continuing with our conversation of good properties for a guy's weekend. Besides the Cosmopolitan, there are a lot of really awesome properties to stay at. A place that uh, actually I've never stayed at, but I have worked events at, and I have definitely, definitely gone to the nightclub there, is is Caesars Palace. Caesars Palace, which I have not stayed there either. However, I have been in the room in a very specific circumstance. (laughs) And we will not get into that on this week's... Chris's girlfriend might get mad. My girlfriend will get curious. <laughs> but what I will say is they do have a very similar situation with their Octavius Tower Deluxe rooms, which are very similar, like two queen beds, separate room, couch. You get the pool and cot for the fourth guy. You put your booze in that separate room. That's where people chill. If anyone needs to go behind a closed door, you do it in the two queen room. And it's great. And Caesars, you know, has a great location. Okay. Right? Great restaurants, a really great sports book. Yes. I know it's something that uh, a lot of people go to Vegas to do exclusively. Chris and I, we, we gamble on tables. Chris is very adept at, at the sports betting. Yes. Not so much me, but the sports book at Caesars is, is one of the best. It's hu- It's just huge. It has that atmosphere during the game days You know that you just don't get at every other property. And they also have a club that, you know, just seems to, oh, I always have a good time going to Pure. And Pure back in the day, several years ago, used to be just like Marquee. Yeah, it was the it was, it was the it club. Like Brody Jenner would have his birthday party. Yeah, we, you know, we went. I once literally went for Kim Kardashian's birthday there. <laughs> There's a whole other bunch of nonsense, yeah. but it's always great. There's a big main room when you walk in, mm-hmm. and then there's a separate area up on the, what do you call that, a patio? Yes, yes. That, you know, overlooks the strip, mm-hmm. and it's kind of got this whole revolving thing. It's a great place. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, you have tons of restaurants at your disposal. 
proposal, and we we dig it. It's a little bit cheaper, but not by a lot, unfortunately, right, than right. the Cosmopolitan. And I think that it's cheaper just because it's you know honestly, Caesars is, has been open for decades now, and they've done a really great job keeping it up. But it's not like the Cosmo where everything is shiny and new, just from 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 top to bottom. Yeah, doing a, just a quick price check. I found that you could get $700 of the Octavius Room for the weekend. So if you for the weekend. that for the weekend. That's good. So, you know, if, if you do it in advance, mm-hmm. that is, you can get it for 700 even for soon as well. It's just about the same amount. Mm-hmm. And that's a good price kind of for the hotel. Yeah, well, if you go again with, with, with four friends, divide that by four, that suddenly becomes really a good 160, price. 170 a person. Yeah, for, for Friday, Saturday, leave on Sunday. That's, that's pretty, that's, that, that could be pretty good. Now, let me tell you a story in this happened to me at a lunch recently. A producer, a Hollywood producer, was telling me about a movie he was trying to make about a bachelor's weekend, bachelor party weekend. This would be the Hangover Part 4? Is that what you're, this, that what you're picking? I think it was a little bit younger, but like it was still the same type of crap. And this was, like, by the way, a very low-budget producer, we would say. <laughs> so, as opposed to Last Vegas, this would be First Vegas? This is, exactly. This would be First Vegas. Okay, okay. And he said to me, and I mentioned that, you know, I go to Vegas a lot, blah, 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 back and forth, and he's mentioned to me that the hot, isn't the hot spot where I, you know, I think we're getting the right to shoot the hard rock, and I, <laughs> and I did not have the heart to tell him straight out that it's not. I more or less told him, no, the Cosmo is the hot spot. Without a doubt, it's the Cosmo. But, but the, the Hard Rock, I don't know when that was. 2004, okay. it was the hot spot. So here's my deal with the Hard Rock. First of all, the location is of the Hard horrible. is horrible. And here, if you go to the Hard Rock, you're going to run into a lot of locals, actually. Because the location is off the strip, it's a little bit more accessible mm-hmm. uh, from the east side of Las Vegas. So, you know, you're going to run into a lot of locals at the pool scene. That being said, I have gone uh, to, to the pool there at the Hard Rock. Rock. Yeah, it is good. It have is you good. gone for rehab before? Uh, I have not gone for rehab. I, okay. I don't. My rehab, if anyone doesn't know, is the Sunday morning. Um, the girl you just hooked up with. Now you got to face her at the pool, but there's pretty good music and food and stuff like that and drinks. Bloody Marys, and also I think there's also a, like a blackjack table inside of the pool that you can actually sort of wade up to and play some casino games inside the pool, which is a really cool scene. And uh, the Hard Rock actually has a decent music venue. There, I mean, it, it's very pearlesque in the way that it's got like that GA floor area at the bottom, and then there's a separate layer of what I want to call luxury box suites. It's almost like opera boxes as they move their way around on the Interesting. second level. Interesting. And then there is the balcony reserved yeah. seating, yeah. which we will get into this at a later date, but for AVN Awards, they put all the Porn stars on the ground, on the GA, <laughs> and all the fucking people who right, want to pay the money, who, and I, by pay money I mean $300, $400, yeah. to sit in the bleachers, sit in the bleachers. And okay? watch them give out the best interracial scene award. <laughs> no, uh, Hard Rock, you know, if you, the one thing that's really nice about the Hard Rock, the location is awful, but the price of the Hard Rock is it, actually pretty reasonable. Yeah, if you... Or, you know, if you do it soon, which we're, we're defining as within 30 days, you're looking at $433. Not bad when you're dividing that by three or four people. And if you do it in advance, you're going to get it for closer to 350 And by the way, these are all not including the resort fee. But still, those are good prices. And on top of that, I mean, we gamble, and there are times where we win that entire cost yes, back. At, on one uh, table. On one table, on one really good run of craps. So, right. you know, that is the ultimate Vegas experience right there when you stay at the place and the and the casino itself pays for your room and you're, and you're just playing with casino money. And the beauty is that they have these new suites, which are fairly new. I mean, by new, I mean like 2012, 2011, to HR. H suites, oh. which are exactly what we're talking about. They're a little bit more of an open room experience okay. because the wall that separates our two queen beds from our living room is not really a separate room all by itself, but it is you know, a very cool place to stay. And I will say, even if you aren't going to be able to shell out the money for that HRH suite, although we should definitely try to book that when we go in December, one time I went and stayed at the Hard Rock, uh, it, it was for an event I was working at Caesars, ironically, and I say there, it was $34 a night. It was a weeknight, granted, but you know, for, for what it is, for the price, uh, it, you know, it, it's... Did you stay in the Casino Tower or the Paradise Tower? It must be the Casino Tower. Okay, the Casino Tower is... You literally pop up right in front of... Actually, right next to Nobu, which <laughs> I went to. It was not was on awesome. my dime. Uh-huh. And How was the sushi? Was it good? It was excellent. It was, it was Nobu. But at the same time, 
I can't recommend it to anyone because it's like, why would you spend that type of money yeah. while you're in Las Vegas? I mean, me and Tony are a little spoiled. Right. We're from LA. There's sushi, great sushi places. Yeah. Every inch down the street here. Yep. It also and happens to be on the ocean, which is where the fish live. So <laughs> I, for me, it's a little bit fresher. Not to say there isn't great sushi in Las Vegas because right. there is. And obviously, Nobu is a wonderful establishment. But sushi in the middle of the desert makes me a little bit skittish, is all. Yes. And the other thing that I actually did that trip on that night was I went to Body English, the mm. club at the Hard Rock. Yes. Now, here's the thing that's interesting about Body English. Body English, back in the day, I was one of those clubs that did music that we like, right? Which oh, really? is like the, I don't want to say top 40 from the 90s, but like, you know, that type of thing mm-hmm. where it's like music that you recognize and is cool, you know, like the California loves of the world. Mm-hmm. Maybe you get a little Prince now and then. Yeah. And mixed in like probably some really good mashups with like hip hop and indie rock and the whole nine. Like, and it was dark and it was just like constant makeout sessions for everyone involved. <laughs> However, when I went there recently, it was kind of like the really like, you know, electrica, electronica. What is it? Uh, EDM. Yeah, and it was just nonsense. And the other thing that I didn't realize that I was more sober on this previous trip into the body English, it's small. Really? It is. It, it literally feels like you're going down into a basement. Mm-hmm. I, I want to say you walk in and you actually decline into like a cellar where Body English appears and it's not a really big size as compared to the Marquise which is enormous right. the Pures of the world any other club we're really going to talk about is much bigger than Body English mm-hmm. it goes back to everything we were saying about the Hard Rock in this entire conversation it was once a really cool property and you know what if you're on a really strict budget it still is but Really, yeah. you can do better, and especially the location off Strip. Yeah. What you're saying is, yeah, it, which is true. The Hard Rock is really a, a co- hotel and casino that was best in 2004 when Vinny Chase was playing blackjack there. <laughs> um, but not to knock the Hard Rock, there is one thing that I love about the Hard what? Rock. Like, truly, truly love, and that is... Outside the joint, of course. Outside of the joint, there, there's one thing I truly love about the Hard Rock, and that is in their cafe, they have a 12.99 all-you-can-eat Prime I have not experienced dinner. this. What it is, is this? awesome. So you go in there, you sit down, you order the prime rib. A plate comes out to you of a gigantic hunk of prime rib with broccoli and mashed potatoes. And you can get as many extra orders of the actual prime rib as you want. And uh, you can eat as much prime rib uh, you know, until until you can't move anymore. And uh, for $13, I think that is the best prime rib deal in all of Las Vegas that I have found. Good, high-quality meat. Comes out quick. Decent portions and as much as you want. It's, it's, it's fantastic. Hard Rock, the Hard Rock Casino and Hotel. Go for the concerts and the prime rib. And the price. That is your Vegas Oasis. I'm Chris. And I'm Tony. We'll talk, talk to you soon. Bye-bye. I don't think these guys are breaking any ground here, Brian. <laughs> we're, we're, looking at, we're looking at places where you can get a lot of space for not a lot of money. But I, I didn't expect MGM to be one of those places, I'll be honest with you. No, no, me either. But you know what? You, I get emails all the time for deals there. So, I mean. Well, you've actually spent some time there. I've never actually stayed at their property. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was there just for one night. Right. Um, and it was in one of the newer rooms. And I for, What was the. Uh, what, marina. What, um, it was the marina. Room. Yeah, that's it. Okay, yeah. So that was the area formerly occupied by the marina. But, right. but um, it, was, it was a nice room. Again, it was. It was nicely appointed, but it wasn't huge. Although our other you know, friends of the show and, and personal friends of ours, they stayed in a larger room. They actually had a suite. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a pretty good size. But it, it felt a little bit older, but it was a good size. It's one of those things that I, I understand why Californians and, and maybe you know those who live in Arizona would, would do something like this. But mm-hmm. you know, I never had the opportunity to do anything as epic as this in Vegas. It's one of those things that even though you know we're well past our age to do something that if you aren't living in those areas but i think it would be really fun to like grab somebody like you and you know armando or somebody like that and just do some kind of a vegas trip where we all share this really cool i don't know i just i'm sure i'm trying to recreate some kind of college memory that is isn't gonna you know some college memory that we never had but (laughs) would have loved it it's like yeah, it's, it's like everything that you thought you would have liked to have had, but never really did. Well, I, I did have some of those memories. I just didn't have them with you and Armando, is what it boils right. down oh, to. Right. Okay. It's like, if I could have selected the people that I went to college with, that's the experience I'm trying to create. And gotcha. of course, it will, okay. yeah, it, it'll, it'll never be as, as we're dreaming it to be, or as I am dreaming it to be. Let's make it clear, I'm dreaming this. <laughs> <laughs> as you were sitting here going, I don't want to do this at all. <laughs> Sounds like a horrible idea. <laughs> Well, I don't care, Brian. It's my, it's my dream, and I'm going to live it in my mind. Well, you should. Yes, you should. Not yet. 
Special thanks to the guys at 360 Vegas Oasis for putting that together. Well done. Looking forward to what they've got in store for us in the future. All right, so that's going to do it for episode 111. We thank you guys for downloading and listening to the show as you do each and every week. If you're new to the show, we thank you for listening. If you'd like to check out links to any of the stories we referenced on this week's show, you can do that on our blog, as always, at 360vegaspodcast.com. If you'd like to email us, you can do that at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Also on the blog, you can find links to social media. Go ahead and click on one of those and find us there. And uh, don't forget, I'm gone next week. So Dr. Dave will be stepping in, and I'm sure Mark is... Standing at full attention. Brian, one, uh, one of the highlights of my week, every week, is the hour and change I get to spend with you and, and, and chat about shit that you're barely interested in, but you amuse me and you make jokes and they make me laugh. This may be one of the few weeks where you are not involved in it and I'm equally as aroused. Well, and as you should be, Dr. Dave is a <laughs> phenomenal, phenomenal wealth of knowledge and uh, I think a perfect, perfect person to fill in. I, I am so excited about it. My biggest, deepest fear is that I'm going to come across with my same aggressive, perverted, fucked up humor, and he's just going to be like, hmm, well. I'm really <laughs> disappointed in this decision I've made. Um, I'm going to have to back out of this now and say. If you could just edit me out of everything, uh, that would be terrific. And actually, if you could also unfollow me on Twitter <laughs> and never mention my name again. He's Ever. a great guy. We're gonna have a good time. <laughs> no, yeah, and I know you've, I know you've, uh, you've had some interactions with before. It's gonna be good. I'm looking forward to listening to the show. Yeah. All right. We'll see you next week. No, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> you will not. <laughs> we'll see them next week. I'll see you in two weeks. All right.